0: Hello there, welcome to episode 121 of Expat Property Story, the podcast for expats trying to achieve their UK property goals with listeners in more than 140 countries now. This is our New Year special acrostic episode, where for the second year running, I go through the letters that spell Happy New Year, explaining what each letter stands for. You're listening to Expat Property Story, a podcast in which I share my story to smooth the way for you to have your own Expat Property Story. Before we get started, just to let you know, we'll be back tomorrow and the day after, as we're going daily for the next three days. So if you don't already follow the show, now would be a good time to tap follow on Spotify or the little plus icon if you listen on Apple Podcasts, or do whatever else you need to do wherever you get your podcasts, so that these three episodes and all subsequent episodes are delivered directly to the platform you choose to use. So let's get started with the first word, happy. H is for HMOs. The big news for us right now is that we're going full circle. We started our expat property story with HMOs in Nottingham, and we're going back to HMOs in the East Midlands for 2024. When we started back in 2018, we quickly built up a portfolio of five student HMOs and then got worried that perhaps all our eggs were in the student basket and we wanted to add some diversity. So we went looking for buy-to-lets that we could turn into serviced accommodation, but which could get repurposed back as buy-to-lets should things not work out. This took way longer than we expected for various reasons that I covered in season one, partly because it was a seller's market back in 2021 to 2022 So we started season two, the auction season, which ran from episodes 35 to 53 and documented our self-imposed four-month challenge to buy a UK property at auction without leaving our home here in Hong Kong. We achieved this with two weeks to spare, buying a block of four flats in a market town in Derbyshire, which we bought pre-auction. Two months later, in a couple of mad days in November, we finally got our hands on our three-bed semis for serviced accommodation, one in Nottingham and one near Preston, and the whole story was covered in episodes 77, 78 and 79. After we'd finished the refurb of the flats in the middle of our mortgage application, I discovered that I'd been credit blacklisted in a set of very unfortunate circumstances, which I covered in episode 84, called Expat Mortgage Disaster which is well worth checking out as a cautionary warning about keeping on top of your credit file. So it took about four months to get the missing months removed from my credit file, by which point we had started to look at ways to have a more scalable business. While we still keep our eyes on the auctions, I think they're a better stomping ground for property traders than for those of us looking to hold for the long term. I also feel that auctions are perhaps a better place for selling rather than buying, although it's always worth looking out for what doesn't sell and making a cheeky post-auction offer. So while searching for a strategy to roll out for 2024, and due to all the uncertainty at the time around changes in legislation around serviced accommodation and, in particular, the creation of a new use class, C5 for SA, We had a long hard look at buying tired old guest houses and small hotels which could which would not necessarily require planning permission, given that they already had their own use class C one, and we felt and still feel that there may well be a lack of supply and therefore increased demand for short term accommodation in the coming years as the amateur Airbnbers leave the market. So we did a lot of work analysing apart hotels as our cookie cutter business model moving forwards, and I'll be sharing the full story of that in the new year. But the short version is that after our detailed analysis, it felt way too risky a model in the current climate, if not for everyone else, then certainly for us expats. Sometimes saying no to something can be the best decision you make, which is how we feel about apart hotels. The upshot of all this is that we're abandoning our scattergun approach to both location and strategies by going back to the East Midlands where it all began back in 2018, and we'll be concentrating on HMOs, although with a different target tenant type this time round, as we'll be focusing mostly on professionals rather than students. We've got investors lined up for the first couple of HMOs, but if you've got some money sitting in the bank losing value and you'd like to put it to work, then follow the link in the show notes and schedule a Zoom call. So, H is for HMOs. A is for amazing guests. And we really have had some amazing guests in 2024, so much so that it seems unfair to pick out any in particular. But hey, life is sometimes unfair. So here goes. One of my favourite episodes of the year featured Christina Campion, who unmasked the shocking reality of off-plan UK investments in episode 109, And serves as a timely reminder for expats everywhere not to get sucked in by brochures selling dodgy developments where all the profit in the deals goes straight to the shiny suited salespeople selling them. And that's if you're lucky enough that the developments get built in the first place. It still astonishes me that expats are still buying this stuff. So if you know an expat interested in dodgy off plan new build developments, point them in the direction of episode 109. And after that, tell them about episode 118 featuring Saj Hussein, about how to get started in HMOs. This was one of our longest episodes, but still jam-packed with solid, actionable advice. And if you do decide to adopt HMOs as your strategy of choice, don't forget to think about your target tenant and then build your HMO with them in mind, which leads us neatly into design and the wonderful wisdom shared by Julian Maurice in episode 112 where we learned that interior design is about way more than how a property looks. But before you get to the design stage, you'll probably have had to make some important decisions about who to work with, be they UK property partners, JV partners, mentors, builders, project managers, managing agents, I could go on. But deciding on which particular individual to partner with is probably your most important role as an expat property investor. So you'll need to carry out your due diligence. If you want more ideas about how to do your DD, look no further than our two-part special on the subject with long-term friend of the podcast, Sean the Property Tax Accountant, in episodes 104 and 105. Now I'm sure you've heard the saying the best time to buy property was 20 years ago and the second best time is now. The perfect time to buy a house is if you can afford the payments and the numbers make sense. But if you're still sitting on the fence and you wish you had a crystal ball, then episode 115 is the next best thing, particularly if you believe in the 18-year property cycle. And even if you don't, Akhil Patel provided plenty of food for thought. And if you're still undecided, then perhaps the idea of buying at a discount will help you make up your mind. But how, I hear you thinking. By finding motivated sellers, of course. And one way you might want to think about this is through a direct-to-vendor marketing campaign. Want to know more? Check out episode 97, featuring Louise Jowsey. Louise spent many years working on direct marketing campaigns for Royal Mail, so she certainly knows her stuff. So those are just some of the great people we've had on the show this year. So A is for amazing guests. P is for please. Please what? I can almost hear you say. Well, before I make my request, just hear me out. You might be surprised at how long it takes to put these episodes together. Firstly, I go to great lengths to get great guests who I think will help us all in one way or another to achieve our UK property goals, whether that be practical advice around a particular subject, inspiration from a great guest, or examples of expats in different parts of the world. I'm also very careful not to just pick people looking to promote themselves if I don't feel they'll provide value for you in your story. And if someone has appeared on multiple podcasts, where possible, I'll try and find questions to ask that they haven't answered before. All of this takes time, and it doesn't stop there. After carefully choosing a guest, each interview can take a sometimes frustratingly long time to arrange, with lots of emails back and forth. Assuming the guest doesn't forget or cancel, the interview itself takes an hour. But rather than just releasing it live like most property podcasts, I make the effort to edit and craft each episode, not only to try and make the guests sound better than they do on any other podcast they've been on, but also to give maximum value per minute to you, the listener. I appreciate that you're busy and you really don't want to be wasting time listening to me being polite and saying hello to the guest and talking about the weather in Leeds or Liverpool or Loughborough on a day that might be weeks, months or even years in advance of the day you're actually listening. And if I have an hour with an amazing guest with brilliant knowledge, wisdom, and experience to share, I don't want to waste that hour asking them to tell me their story if it's something I can research myself through their other podcast interviews. I'd rather squeeze as much value out of that hour rather than waste the guests and ultimately your time by talking about stuff that's readily available elsewhere. After that, there's show notes to write and social media promotion to sort out. I would say that all of this takes an average of between 10 and 15 hours a week and all of it is done for free. So here comes my P for please. Please take two minutes or five if you're feeling generous and write us a review for three really good reasons. One, it'll help us attract more amazing guests which will help you, me and all of us expats achieve our UK property ambitions. Two, it's a fair exchange. What's five minutes of your time just once in exchange for 10 to 15 hours of mine each and every week? And three, it's good karma for the new year. Give and you shall receive. If you're feeling superstitious, perhaps leaving this show a review will come back to you in spades. And the bonus reason for doing it is that it gives me the energy to start all over again the following week. If I've managed to convince you, it's really easy. You can either press the link in the show notes where it says leave an honest review, or you can say, hey Siri, Uh take me to expatpropertystory.com. Okay, I found this on the web for take me to expatpropertystory.com. Check it out. Choose the first option that comes up, which should take you to the about page, and then head to the menu in the top right-hand corner. Click Reviews, scroll past all the other great feedback we've received and leave your review. Or you can leave a review via Apple Podcasts or Spotify or on whichever platform you're using to listen right now. So P is for Please Leave Us a Review. After the first P, the second P was a struggle. Firstly, nothing came to mind. So I went to the dictionary. and Then I was spoilt for choice. Can't believe I didn't think of property or profit, or population growth, which is a great place to start when choosing your location. And everyone's always saying property is a people business. Others say that property is all about solving problems. Now, I had too many P's to choose from, but in the end, I plumped for two P's, passion and purpose. I must confess that I borrowed this idea from an excellent book I read this year called Grit by Angela Duckworth, who argued that people who succeed beyond having grit, as the title suggests, are people who have passion and purpose. Passion for what you do, and a purpose for serving others. Well, I have a passion for property, and mine and my wife's purpose is to help others less fortunate than ourselves, and specifically the millions of refugees displaced from their properties and countries for various reasons the world over. So when we finally replaced our incomes and returned to the UK, that's what we'll be doing. Angela Duckworth's book also has compelling research showing that success is not just about passion and purpose, but perseverance too. But hey, let's not get too greedy with the P's. Why is for you. How are you going to get to where you need to go? Have you written down your goals? Have you used visualisation to help make it happen? As a busy expat, probably with a full-time job, are you looking after yourself? Do you have the right balance in terms of exercise, good nutrition and healthy sleep patterns to get the most out of every day? Do you meditate? Do you take cold showers to boost your immune system? One of the themes to have emerged out of this podcast is that the days of the part-time landlord are, if not numbered, then being turned into a song for the fat lady. So if you're trying to build a property business alongside your full-time job, then you're going to need to be at the top of your game, if not every day, then most days. And I say most because you've also got to build some relaxation and downtime into your life to avoid burnout. So why is for you. Look after yourself. That's all we've got time for in this episode. So to recap, H is for HMO, A is for amazing guests. The first P is for please leave us a review. The second P is for passion and purpose, and Y is for you. We're going to take a break there, but join us tomorrow when we'll be going through N, E, and W for new, and then the day after that we'll be covering Y, E, A, and R for year. Finally, one more request. Share the show to spread the word. You've been listening to x